Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor. And you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Olga Gonzalez. Olga, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's exciting to be here. Of course, of course. So Olga Gonzalez is the CEO of Pietra Communications. Did I pronounce that right? You did, yes. Awesome, awesome. Perfect. <laughs> starting, starting the only gemologist-run fine jewelry PR agency in the world in 2012. She grows companies within the trade through storytelling, with clients ranging from designers, manufacturers, and trade associations to suppliers and gemstone grading laboratories. Olga is the past president of the New York chapters of both the Women's Jewelry Association and the Public Relations Society of America, and is a regular and award-winning contributor to trade and consumer publications on gem and jewelry-related topics. Olga, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you have any questions about bling, let me know. <laughs> yes, indeed. She's the bling, bling queen right here. <laughs> what I do, it's what I do. <laughs> so, Olga, I know you was recently, um, you, you, you recently played a, integral part in the diamond the golden diamond um conference so how was that let's just dive into that right real quick yeah absolutely um the initiatives in art and culture conference it's held annually they recently had their 13th conference and i do the public relations for the conference so lisa konigsberg has been running this conference for years it's incredible mm -hmm. it merges sustainability responsible practice um great leaders of the industry are coming together to come up with real solutions to real problems. Um, and I always love it because they get into the nitty gritty of what's happening and people really get into, like I said, real solutions, you know, coming from all over the world. You know, we had representation from South America, from Africa, mm -hmm. from Europe. And so it's an exciting place to be. So. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So like, your position is a very unique one because when you hear, when you think of bling, when you hear, when you think of gems, stones, fine jewelry, you often don't really think about a PR agency. So, how did you come upon putting this together for yourself, especially being the the first one in the world? Like, what what <laughs> what was the thought process behind this? I'm just curious. You know, it's one of those things where if it doesn't exist, you should just make it for yourself if it's what you mm. want to do. <laughs> in some ways, <laughs> I got lucky and. Um, it came to me, you know, it's not like I grew up and I knew that this is what I was going to do, but I've always loved gems and rocks. I mean, even as a kid, I would, it's going to sound extremely nerdy, but I would go in the backyard and I would get my nail polish and I would paint rocks <laughs> since I couldn't <laughs> afford, you know, rubies like that. I would just make my own rubies, you know, so I just paint them with my red nail polish and then I would have my own little rock collection, you know, so I've always had that passion. You know, I would spend all my babysitting money on you know cheap earrings from Claire's I had like 200 pairs of earrings <laughs> that was wow. so I've always loved jewelry and I've always loved rocks 
Um, but when I, you know, I went to grad school in the UK, I studied art associations. I love art history, you know, the history of all arts. So at that time I was studying um, fine decorative arts in Europe between the Renaissance and the 1960s. So think of it as, you know, studying the antiques roadshow, essentially. Mm. So for appraisal um, through an auction house. And I was really lucky. I got an internship at the Goldsmiths Company in London, which has one of the most incredible collections of gold and silver dating from, you know, you know, the 1200s, the 1300s, like really, you know, old stuff mm -hmm. and a yeah. great contemporary jewelry collection. And I met the CEO of the Gemological Association at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I was offered a position doing their membership. Later, that turned into their marketing events and PR. And that was sort of my foray into that part of the jewelry industry. And at, at the Goldsmiths Company, I had had my first taste of PR by mm -hmm. um, working my first press preview for an exhibition for a uh, silver exhibition happening at the Fitzmilliam Museum in Cambridge. And that's once I fell into the hole of, you know, learning all about jewelry and, you know, marketing it and getting involved in the museum world and meeting all these different designers. I just, I had to figure out a way <laughs> to make it my own. And so later on, I did get a gemology degree and eventually, you know, in 2012, started my own agency working for myself. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T. Com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Wow, that's impressive. So you flew to the UK. You um, pretty much got immersed with the right people and you worked your way up for the most part. Yes. Yes. Wow. You know, this really... Uh, this shows how of a go-getter you are, right? Um, you saw something and you went for it. You went for it. Have you have you always been like this since you were a child? Like, talk to me. I, I want to I want us to peel back the layers really quickly. <laughs> let's 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 dig back uh, into Olga Gonzalez's childhood, right? Talk to us. Yes, yes. I, you know, honestly, I was. I, I think it's probably the biggest thing I ever did. One of the biggest things I ever did in my life, I did when I was a kid. Um, when I was 17 years old. I actually helped found a school in Nepal. <laughs> wow. And I taught like a free school for children ages five through um, five through 18. Um, I was sort of a, I was a scout. Um, and at the time they had these uh, things called wider opportunities where you could go and, um, you know, have these experiences around the world. And I, 
you know, worked a petition for my council to do this wider opportunity. And at the time they rejected it, but another council accepted it, one in Philadelphia. And yeah. so me and these two other women that had, you know, contacts in Nepal um, with the prime minister, you know, we ended up fundraising at City Hall. You know, the mayor came to Philadelphia. We ended up finding um, other girls to teach. We found counterparts in Nepal to teach. We brought doctors. We raised, we brought you know, wrote curriculums. I spent all of my weekends Nepalese when my friends were going to, you know, go on the class trip <laughs> to Europe and everything yeah. was chill. I was very much stressing out trying to figure out how to raise lots of funds and get lots of books and write a curriculum as a kid <laughs> when I had as never done this before. Wow. And yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience. And I think looking back I think one of the most incredible things I ever did with my life but you know that I was a kid honestly I started that when I was 17 years old so I think that was you know that was a better child thing well what was that doing at 17 years old I'm I'm trying to compare (laughs) I'm trying to compare compare our um to life lifestyle 17 years old I was playing sports and just into talk about girls and just being that world (laughs) And you over here working uh, the, the philanthropic angle, you creating a school in Nepal. That's impressive, Olga. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, going girls is go- that's going for it too. I mean, that's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was at an all girls school, so I could not go for boys. That was just not part of my world at that time. Understood. So, so, so you you was much more focused than I was at yeah, that age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents were like, you know, all girls school. The focus. <laughs> away so yeah no i was focused on other things <laughs> awesome awesome that's incredible oh, yeah. right there that's that's absolutely incredible because um you know i plan on creating a trade school in liberia because that's where i was born and just the mere fact that at age 17 you were able to establish this um it's impressive and it's actually is very motivating so i, I really i really you know appreciate the, your, your efforts you know big time so I mean, I want you, I want to learn more about you because, like, you are like, everything you're about, Olga. You you go for it. You know, what would you say to other people, um, other CEOs, other other folks that have dreams, right? These lofty dreams, but they are bottlenecked by their own misconception, their own limit, limiting beliefs. What would you say to these individuals, Olga? You can overthink it, honestly. <laughs> If you have something you want to do, you just got to try it. Worst case scenario, you fail, you fall, you pick yourself up again, you know, and you move on. You're not going to die. I mean, hopefully, I mean, the chances are very low. But generally speaking, you know, so what if it fails? You know, you pick yourself up, you have, you know, probably a support system, people that love you. I mean, there's probably going to be some way for you to, you know, get yourself together again, but you'll regret not trying the thing, you know, and life's too short to not try the thing. So Mm. if you want to do it, even when I started my business, I didn't, I have a business plan. I didn't know what I was, you know, like I knew my field in terms of working it, but I never, I didn't know anything about starting a business. I didn't know the accounting, I didn't know the logistics, you know, Friends told me about legal Zoom, and I just went online up, and then just winged it from there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as things come up along the way, I figure it out, you know. And I think maybe I got the most on business advice, but you know what? It's been eleven years, and I'm still here, and my company's been great, and it's growing, and it's worked. So, you know, if you want to try it, just 
go for it. Just don't overthink it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Go for it. Right. Go for it. You know, yeah. on this podcast, I interview a lot of um, coaches and executives. And one of the things that has really helped me out throughout the years was investing in coaching. Mm-hmm. Along your journey, were there specific people you went to for coaching? Or did you have um do you have did you have specific mentors along the way? I did. I got very lucky. Um I would say unofficially my my boss at the Gemological Association, his name was mm-hmm. Jack Ogden. I would say he was my first mentor in the industry. Not officially. I mean he was, you know, he was my at work, but okay. he was um He's self-made. I mean, he's the smartest man I've ever met in my life, right? Mm. So he, um, his family owned Ogden's Paragray growing up, which is uh, one of the largest antiquities trading companies in the world. Like lots of pieces in museums, like ancient uh, Egyptian and antiques pieces pass through, you know? Mm. So he's okay. the world's foremost expert on um, ancient jewelry making techniques. Like he literally mm. wrote the book. <laughs> so okay. anytime, you know, things pass through Sotheby's or Christie's, you know, they often go to him to authenticate, like, is mm. this really, is this really like an ancient Greek or Roman piece? Could this have been made, you know? And he always thinks outside the box in terms of, you know, connoisseurship and how things are created. And I don't know, I, he really taught me about how to look at things in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, being someone who, you know, was the CEO of a trade association. You know, he was extremely well connected. I was very mm-hmm. lucky. He introduced me to a lot of people who were, you know, heads of other trade associations, heads of other magazines. So at a really young age, I was well networked. I don't know if I would be able to be in the place that I am today if it wasn't for people taking me under their wing and making those introductions because so, mm. you know, they say network your net worth and it, it's really true, you know, and I find it really important to mentor other people now, you know, in the way that I was mentored, because, you know, it's important to pay it back, you know, and um, I also have a friend that is a business coach. I'm very involved with the Women's Jewelry Association still, Mm -hmm. and there's cross, I was called cross mentorship. So other women that are um, at the same level as me, some that are, you know, I would say higher than me in their careers, you know, blow. But we all we all learn from each other, you know, mm-hmm. on boards and on committees. And so I've had a lot of mentorship in that way too. And same with public relations inside of America. You know, I didn't go through a traditional route. I didn't go to school for PR. I never took a business class in my life. Wow. Okay. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't admit. <laughs> no, now I do. Like now I educate myself. But mm-hmm. before I started my agency, I had never taken any of these courses. I just had done the work, you know, like yeah. I would, I had the connections and knew how to pitch and knew how to write. So, you know, I got an English degree, you know, when my bachelor's was, I double majored in English and art history. So I knew how to yeah. write. Yeah, but, but you know what? Some, sometimes, sometimes I believe that's the way to go. Because like some some of the lessons that you learn along the way cannot be taught in academia, right? Yes. Um, if you look like the greats like Henry Ford, this guy had like what a second grade education, and he transformed the whole car industry, you know. So it's a, uh, I mean, it's about having the mindset of being curious enough to learn and invest in yourself on a continuous basis. I believe that's that's the key right there when it comes to entrepreneurship, when it comes to growing a business. Because even for myself, you know, I didn't go the traditional business route. 
you know um originally when i went to um college i was a business management i was a business management major but then i switched mm -hmm. i switched my major once my grandmother passed away from diabetes complication so life happens that i mean it happens life happens and sometimes the trajectory is switched but the lessons you learn along the way are pretty much what determines who you who you become as a person who you become as a entrepreneur as a ceo as a friend as a whatever hat or title you you, you decide to own you know so it, just the mere fact that you you're in this position right now you're crushing it <laughs> that speaks volumes that speaks volume of you and your character so kudos to you olga well thank you you have amazing character too i mean <laughs> And it takes a certain kind of person to, to do the, you know, to run their own business. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that being said, right, what drives you? You know, I, I know you, I know you go get, I, I kept, I keep on saying this, but what, what's the driving force behind everything you do? That's easy. I mean, I honestly love community. Um, it's people, it's just I love hosting events and seeing mm -hmm. people get excited. I like learning mm. with other people. I like spending time with people. I mean, it, it probably sounds very cliche, but what's the point of life if you're sharing with others and learning with others and enjoying with others and sitting at a table with others? You know, I think everything would feel very hopeless and empty um, if we weren't in community and sharing mm. that love. So um, yeah, for me, it all comes down to community and, you know, this is part of that, you know, I think it's important to, once you get to a certain level, and even before, you know, I think it's, you know, like I talked about before, giving back and mentoring and all of that, but it's also feeding, like, I feel like I'm being personally fed, like, I know I give, feel like I give back, or I get so much back, you know, from that yes. too. It's fulfilling, yes, it, you know. Mm, I like that, I like that, because when you give, you receive, you know, it's reciprocal. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even try. It's not like I'm doing it to receive. It just happens. You know, it's karma, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I first met you at the um, Manhattan Chambers of Commerce, that, that short conversation we had was profound because I was able to tell that you are a person that likes to give back, you know, because when I, when, I when I was sharing my story with you, you're just like, you're like the male version of me, <laughs> you know? So right right from the it's start, we, we hit it off. <laughs> we did hit it off, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. All right, so um, like right now, you know, with where you're at, um, what have you, um, like, do you have any challenges you're currently dealing with at, at, at the moment? And do you, do you mind sharing with us what you've done thus far to navigate those terrains? Yeah, I mean, there's... There's always challenges, right? Yes. <laughs> there's personal, there's professional. I would say, to be perfectly honest, my biggest challenge in life is chronic pain, which maybe that's getting a little too personal, but um, no, stop. Talk to us. It, What's going on? it affects mm -hmm. it affects everything in your life, you know. And I think a lot of people struggle with it, you know. Um, I'd had a couple of surgeries, one on my back, one on my foot. Nothing was quite 100 percent the same after that and you know now I'm you know I'm used to it it's about me it's also at least for me in order to have this maintenance you know it's it's physical therapy it's anti-inflammatory diet it's doing certain exercises every single day I mean I have to work my life around like taking care of myself and mm -hmm. 
my health and all of that. And um, that, you know, getting older <laughs> is a game changer. You realize your body is like a car and, you know, you've got the same car for the rest of your life. So if you don't mm -hmm. maintain it and take care of it, it could break down and I don't want it to break down. So, yes, that's, I would, that's my most challenge is sort of, you know, balancing I was, my whole life, I was so used to go, go, go and being mm -hmm. invincible or feeling that way. And now I, I am not, I realize it. I feel it. I have to take care of myself and make the time for that. I can't just keep going nonstop and not sleeping. And, you know, it's, it's not mm -hmm. sustainable anymore, you know? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that and I appreciate your transparency. And you know what, you know, there are so many other executives that go through the same thing, right? They're they're constantly pounding the concrete, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> low sleep, um, pretty much uh, fueled by caffeine, going, 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 going. All of a sudden, they crash, right? And that's that's yeah. also like the main reason why I even like got into my field because like I I had certain situation where it pretty much exposed me to understanding that I needed to help executives, right? Not just the layman folk, but just executives because of the lifestyle, the go, 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 high stress lifestyle, high stress yeah. lifestyle. And it, be, it wears you out. It wears you out. You might not, you might not see it, but event, eventually adds up, right? And all of a sudden, by the time you know it, you just crash. You know, so we only have, like I said, we only have one body. You have to invest in your body. And whatever, the lack of maintenance, not, not only does it crash crash you as an individual, but it also trickles down to the team, right? It affects the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Because if, you, if you're out of order, if you can't function, if you can't operate, what happens? Everything goes downhill. Especially if you, you're like the key component of the, of the company, if you're the bottleneck. You know, so I'm glad you're investing in yourself. I'm glad you're taking care of yourself right now. And just keep at it. Keep at it. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it together. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. so, so right now, I know you just, you just got through a huge project and you, you did an amazing job. Um, are you currently working on any new projects um, at this moment? Um, any new programs, any new, um, you know, ventures? Like, talk to us. What, what, what do you have? What do you have cooking? In? Yeah. Um, obviously, we have a lot of designers that we work with. Probably the biggest one that's coming up is actually uh, one of our clients is launching a brand new show, a jewelry show here in New York. So okay. it's going to be the New York City Autumn Jewelry and Object Show. It'll be mm. launching um, during New York Jewelry Week this uh, autumn. So please do check it out. It's open to the public. Shop for incredible antiques, jewelry, objects, watches, me contemporary jewelers. Um, it's also going to open. It'll also be in New York in the spring, and we're also going to launch it in the next year. So it's going to be global and very exciting. Um, but it's it's you know it's a lot launching a new show. So that's a big awesome new project that I'm working on. It's Kill Promotions. We're really excited about that. Awesome. But the jewels keep coming. You know, my designer. You know, right now, it's they're ramping up for the holiday season. So. You know, we have Karina Brez is an amazing equestrian jeweler and Jeffrey mm -hmm. Good. Um, he's based up in Hudson, New York. Gorgeous metric designs. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no, thank you. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, lots okay. of fun stuff. 
Yeah. Okay. So you definitely definitely have a lot going on, and um, that's awesome. So you mentioned so this event is happening. Um, what's it? What's the time frame? It is November sixteenth, the nineteenth, uh, in New York City at the Metropolitan Pavilion. Awesome. Will this be open so. to the public, or is it just like an invite it will. only? Okay. Yes, it'll be open yeah. to the public. Anyone can go. We're going to have influencers coming. You'll see a lot about it. Uh, if you go to www.nycjaos, you'll be able to find out more about it. And you can also get tickets on Eventbrite. So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So everyone that's <laughs> listening right now, make sure to come in. Come in. All right. Olga's going to be there. You get the chance to meet yeah. her in person. In person. She's yes. awesome. Okay. <laughs> so... If someone were to inquire about your service um, or just want to connect with you, how can they find you? Yes. Uh, well, I have a website, pietracommunications.com. It's P-I-E-T-R-A and then communications.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram. Uh, you can call me, 212-913-9761, or you can email me at info at pietrapr.com. So any of those ways you can contact me. I will get back to you right away, and I look forward to having conversations. <laughs> awesome. So, in, in terms of your clientele, right? Um, what's your mm-hmm. typical avatar? Because you have a very unique um, niche. So, what's your typical avatar? The type of clients you take, you tend to work with. So, I would say about eighty percent of our clients are in the jewelry industry. <laughs> okay. Some of them are not actually. Um, most of them are, you know, as we, you had mentioned earlier, you know, designers, trade associations, manufacturers, labs, etc. Because my background is in the art, fashion, and entertainment world, I actually do PR for those as well. So I have I do PR in the art world, fashion world, you know, entertainment. So anything that kind of falls under luxury brands, travel, anything like that. So if you you know, have a brand or a designer or have products in that space that you're going to get out there. I would love mm-hmm. to have a conversation and work with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I might have to hire you soon because <laughs> <laughs> I need help get my luxury brand out there. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So Olga, it has been an absolute pleasure, you know, having this conversation with you today. And I would like to thank all of our listeners um, and viewers for lending us the ears and the eyeballs. And last but not least, Olga Gonzalez, how may I serve you? Oh, not at all. You've you've had me here, and this was just such a pleasure. If anything, how can I serve you? Thank you so much for <laughs> for having me here today. It was such a it was such a delight to be here with your audience, and I'm just grateful to have this opportunity to be here so whatever i can do for you please tell me <laughs> yeah, thank and you we, and we will stay in touch most definitely yes so um once again thanks everyone for coming on board and listen i want you guys to follow olga reach out to her she's amazing and until next time make sure to follow and i'm, I'm here cheers we're out <laughs>